Can the church say amen? Amen. Can the church say amen? Amen. Come on. Amen. How many love the Lord this morning? So good to be back into the house of the Lord. I was uh, telling Brother, uh, Brother Watson, I think, the deacon. I think I'm saying his name right. And I was just telling the saints on last night. It's a pleasure. It's an honor. To sit with believers. And, uh, you know, some said, Brother Chisholm, we really enjoy you. That could have never happened if you didn't pull. In 2018, there's a group of people that's still on the faith of this earth that love the word. Amen. Amen. And that means a lot. And I really appreciate your pastor. You don't know how blessed you are. I know. You know, you see him all the time. He's kind of like common to you. You know, that's just Brother Donnie. But, uh, but if, if Brother Donnie didn't preach and get different type of ministers come through, what I say would be just... Uh, it wouldn't take a faith, but because of the ministry that is here, you're blessed people. Amen. You are blessed. Why don't you give the Lord a round of applause? Amen. Amen. Let's sing that song, Touching Jesus. That's all really matters. Let us all stand. We'll sing that together. I just thought I needed to say that. You're blessed. Amen. Don't forget who you are. Amen. Touching Jesus, that's all that's really matter. And your life will never be the same. There is only one way. you believe this morning just believe just believe this morning you call on his name oh in Jesus that's all that's all really matters oh then your life your life be the same. Oh, there's only one, only one way to touch Him. It's just believe. When you call His name, let us just bow our heads. Father, we thank you again, Lord, for this opportunity, O oh God, just to be amongst believers this morning. Father, I thank you this morning. Your word has already been anointed. And Lord, may you anoint me, may you anoint the congregation, Lord, that you feed us from that mantle on high. Lord, we love you and we thank you in advance. We thank you for healing. We thank you for setting the captive free. We thank you for breaking the shackles this morning. We give you thanks. We give you praise. In the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, let the Redeemer of the Lord say amen. 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 You appreciate the Lord. Appreciate the Lord.
Thank you, my brother. Amen. While you're standing, we go directly into the word of the Lord. I uh, just appreciate the Lord. I, amen. We be coming from three passages of scriptures, uh, Ezekiel, Revelation, and Exodus. Amen. You love him. Amen. I preached this a little while back, <clears throat> some year, a few years ago. It was title of it was the midnight cry and uh how many of you know it's a cry that's going out amen we are all right midnight amen but i just wanted lord gave me some more input on it so i just want to give it to the bride i'm sure you've heard it before amen ezekiel the ninth chapter one through verses six and it reads he cried also in my ears with a loud voice saying, cause them that have charge over the city to draw near, even every man with his destroying weapon in his hand. And behold, six men came from the way of the higher gate, which leadeth towards the north, and every man a slaughtering weapon in his hand. And one man among them was clothed with linen, with a white rider's ink horn by his side. And they went in and stood beside the brazen altar. And the, glory of the, of, and the glory of God of Israel was gone up from the cherubim, whereupon he was, to the threshold of the house. And called to the men's clothes with linen, which had the rider ink horn by his side. And the Lord said unto him, Go through the midst of the city through the midst of Jerusalem and set a mark upon the forehead, that's not the 666 on your forehead, of the men that sigh and cry for the abomination that's done in the midst thereof. And to the other he said, in my hearing, go ye after him through the city and smite, let not your eyes spare, neither have ye pity. Slay utterly, old and young, both mans, both maids and little children, women, but come not near any man upon whom the mark and beginning at my sanctuary. And they began at the ancient men which were before the house. Revelation, the seventh chapter. Verse 1, and after these things I saw uh, four angels standing on the four corners of the earth, holding uh, the four winds of the earth, that the wind shall not blow upon the earth, nor on the sea, nor on any trees. And I saw another angel descending from the east, having the seals of the living God. And he cried with a loud voice to the four angels to whom it was given to hurt the earth and the sea, saying, Hurt not the earth, neither the sea, nor the trees, till we have sealed the servants of our God in their forehead. And I heard the number of them which were sealed. There was sealed an hundred and forty and four thousand of all the tribes of the children of Israel. Amen. Exodus 12 and 12. 
Exodus 12, chapter and verse 12. For I will pass through the land of Egypt. Egypt is a type of the world or an organization. And I will pass through the land of Egypt this night and will smite all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast, and against all the gods of Egypt. I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. And the blood shall be to you for a token upon the house where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you, and the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you when I smite the land of Egypt. Let us bow our heads. Father, we thank you again for the reading of your word. Now sanctify it to our soul. This we ask in, in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Let the church say amen and you may be seated. Amen. amen. Praise the almighty God. Amen. By the help of the Lord, we would like to just uh, have a, a text to, this morning. Uh, my title is... The angel having the seal of the living God. The angel having the seal of the living God. And it's my subtext could be the seal of God. Amen. The angel having the seal of the living God. Do you love him this morning? Now, the prophet of God, our prophet for this generation, uh, we thank God for him, don't he? Amen. We really appreciate the message still live on. Amen. The tape still live on. Amen. Even though we don't have tape ministry. Amen. We are the ministry. Amen. We are the voice. We are the last days. Amen. The bride has a voice. The bride has a ministry. The bride is the final voice to the age. Amen. We are super people, a super race of people. Amen. And I believe that the more as the coming of the Lord, I, begin, I believe that the Lord is beginning to show us actually who we are. We're just not anybody, amen, but we are a special class of people. We are called, we are certified, we are set aside for service. And that's why I love him this morning. Now, the prophet of God, uh, this was way before I was born, but the prophet of God has seven visions in 1933. And well, let me just read, uh, starting from the fifth vision that he says, amen, that God gave to him. The prophet of God said that all of my visions are infallible. Amen. And I thank God for that. Amen. Amen. Every one of those things are coming to pass. Amen. So we thank God for it. Amen. How many of you love him this morning? Amen. And he says, now, uh, now the fifth thing, scientists will progress in such a way until they will make a car that will not have uh, to be guided by a steering wheel. And the car will continue to be shaped like an egg until the uh, confirmation, the end time. And I've seen an American family going down the road on the Broadway riding in a car with their back turned towards uh, where the steering wheel should have been. Looked like they were playing checker or some type of car. Then he said, now I predict and have said, I saw this great woman uh, standing up beautiful. I know some of it thought it was uh, Miss Clinton. But you remember now, he said, I saw a beautiful woman. <laughs> and that's what he said. You got to read between the lines. Amen. Don't, it's, it's no hitting and missing. Amen. It is what it, the prophet said. 
I believe when the prophet spoke, thus said the Lord. Amen. I, I believe God's word. Amen. God's going to have a bride. God's going to have a super church. Amen. God is raising up an undefeated church. Amen. And I believe this morning that I'm preaching to those group of people. Amen. And I predict and have said, I saw this great woman standing up, beautiful looking, dressed in real high, highly roy, like purple. And I got this uh, 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 present presenting down here as she was a great ruler in the United States, perhaps the Catholic Church. Now, you know that Rome, amen, amen, how they're going to rule, amen. You love him. But this is a woman nation. This nation, it's number 13. See, and that's why it's the spirit that's over the, the globe, the world. And let me just drop this in here. You, you got sisters that fill with the Holy Ghost. They, they desire to walk right, live right. They, they want to go to heaven just like anybody else. They got a theophany too. And that's right. But because of the spirit of the age, if they don't pray, that spirit is so strong, it'll make them, and they don't even realize it. But it's a dominating spirit that will come on. It's a spirit of Thyatira. And we are fighting every spirit from Ephesus to Spurnum, Pergamon, Tatara, Sodom, Philadelphia, Laodicea. We are fighting every one of those demons are being let loose on the bride. We faith in the Lord. That's why we need God. That's why we need the Holy Ghost. Without the Holy Ghost, it's impossible. There's no way you can stand. The Holy Ghost just can't be on your flesh. It's got to be in your soul. And you got to know it's there. This is a woman nation. This nation is number 13 in prophecy. She's got 13, 13 stars, 13 strikes. 13 colors, 13, 13, everything 13, appeared in the 13th chapter of Revelation. Even she is the 13th, and she is a woman nation. Now, the prophet of God said now, when he saw those visions, but then he said, the last vision, now, then after that I turned, and I looked, and I saw this United States burning like a smoke, smoked it rock and had been blown up and it was burning like a heaps of fire, a log or something just set it on fire. And I look as far as I could see, she had been blown up and then the vision left me. Five out of the three has happened, five out of seven rather has happened. We are living in that time, can the church say amen? amen? Let me just set the stage here. I don't want to rush. I want to take my time. Amen. Now, like I said, we, we're living in a time we are, we are dealing with so many spirits. Even you, you are sitting in church. Uh, does, this church carries a spirit. There's a spirit in your home. Everything the prophet of God said is motivated by a spirit. 
The prophet, I think he said he can't say much about you coloring your hair. He said, but, you know, he said, don't cut it. But I would like to say, still, the prophet of God said everything is motivated by a spirit. If my wife, uh, honey, forgive me, if I, I just use my wife, if I would come home and my wife have black hair, black hair. But I come home and all of a sudden she got a uh, light brown streak coming through. I, I'm kind of figuring, you know, we don't have a television in our home. And the prophet of God said television is, is, is the, he said, pardon me, he said television uh, uh, can't think the word right now, it just left me. He said, television is programming people's mind for the mark of the beast. So even though we don't have television, but we got all these things, we got Facebook, we got chat, and Satan has done changed his mask. And he got the inter, uh, internet. And, you know, people want to be like, you got people that's in the church. They want to be like Halle Berry or they want to be like Miss Clinton. And they, they get captured up under those type of spirit and not even realizing. But if I come home, my wife got a, a orange streak in her hair. I know something. I need to find out who she's fellowshipping with. That sister said she going out to lunch with. Is that sister married? And you know, if, what is that sister is talking to her about? Because something has called my wife to change. So something is motivated by a spirit. If I come home to my wife and she meet me at the door and we what? Meet in the air. And all of a sudden, I comes in, just walk in my bedroom and go to bed. My wife knew right then something has happened. There's a spirit that causes my husband the change. He don't act the same. What happened? I'm being motivated by a spirit. But if I ain't prayed up, I don't even realize that spirit on me. I think that's just me. Not even realize. So that's why you need the Holy Ghost. That's when you can tell when them devils get on you. Are you hearing me? You can tell when the spirit's on you. And sometimes we just ignore those spirits. But you need to utterly destroy those spirits immediately. When you feel them coming around, you need to turn around and tell every one of those devils to go back to the pits of hell. That's where they come from. The smutty pit, black walls of hell. I'm a son of God. Brother Brandon says, earnest and content for the faith. He said, now watch those spirits, how they began to move. It's the spirit of anything that does the work of it anyhow. The people have to be in this kind of a spirit to bring the latter days. The people in the spirit are the last day. The nation are in the spirit of the last day. Israel in the church, 1953. The people are in the spirit of the last day, just like there was in the days of Noah. Eating, drinking, marriage, giving and marriage, unconcerned, don't care. D do we have that? Don't care. And do you believe it? You got people that's around, they call the message of the hour. They allow that spirit to get on them. A lot of people around the message, they are only concerned about their self, their welfare. 
but not about others. Giving and married, unconcerned, don't care, walk around, and anything else. And these Americans, that's what he said. He said, these Americans is the worst. And I'm saying what the prophet said. These Americans, people is the worst on the faith of the earth. Now, he's not talking about the bride. He's talking about American people. We live here. This is not a home. We are just pilgrim passing through. And while passing through, I met a wife and six children was born. I'm just passing through. This ain't my home. Jesus was saying that the spirit will have to come back. It's the spirit of the last days uh, want to confess and hold their confession. Let me, let me just slow down there. I've seen more for the last five years. I, I've seen people that raised up in the message. Sit and listen. They know. They know what the Bible teaches. They know what our prophet has taught. But you see, people do just like they want. You know, they, they, they'll, they'll, they will believe this portion what the prophet said. But over here, they don't believe that part. Now, now, the prophet of God says, uh, God told him about his television. I call it a hell of vision because that's what it is. It'll give you a vision right out of the pits of hell. It's a filthy, low-down thing. It programmed people's mind. People can't even see, receive uh, the, the power of God, they, they remember something that they saw on Star Wars, uh, uh, the Jepson, uh, as the world turned, uh, secret stones are uh, the days of life. I know you don't remember those stories no more. You been got rid of your television. But if, if I believe the prophet of God says that, if somebody told me, say, well, he was only talking to his congregation. Isn't that foolish? Why are you listening at his tapes then? I told somebody, why are you going to listen at his tape and don't believe it? Once you get another, once you get, uh, pardon me, once you get this minister, that minister, why don't you go get Benny Hinn and T.D. Jackson? Why don't you go get their tapes? Jack Colvin, why don't you go get those brothers? I mean, if you don't believe it, leave it alone. Don't even play it. It's a, it's a bad thing to live. You're just bringing coals of fire on your head. How are you going to believe something? So when the prophet of God make a statement that the bride will receive a power, you know, you got to dissect that. But I believe every bit of it when he said, he said, if you got a television in your home, the Holy Ghost ain't there. You don't have the Holy Ghost. Folks love the television. See, Paul said in Galatians 2, in 18, if I destroy the thing, if I build up the thing that I destroy, I make it myself a transgressor. 
you, 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 you've seen over the years, I, I've seen about 30 years ago when folks first came to this message. Oh my, they thought they were sold out. Man, they got rid of the television, throw it in the trash can, kick out this, and, and the wire dress start going down, and, and they ain't looking all sexy anymore. But after a while, time, times tell, times tell everything. So you could, you could act like you believe it. But let me tell you what. As for me, as long as I'm on this earth, they will never, I want you to hear it out there, they're everywhere. I want you to hear it. They will never be a hell of vision in my house. I don't care what preacher, what bishop, what pope says okay, I said it is wrong. But you find, excuse me, you find people, you know, they, you know, they got one foot on a banana and the other foot in the grave. You know, and they hate to get rid of that thing. And see, when you, you, when you come out of Egypt, you got to let everything go. When you come from out of the world, you got to let everything go. Yeah, you got to let those old pictures, those old memories, the old girlfriend, you got to let them go. Come on, take them out of your phone, take them out of your phone, she's gone. I, you know, like I tell my wife, there's a lady work on the job. She, she having them fits and in and out. And somebody told me, you know, uh, 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 she shouldn't treat. I said, I could care less the way that woman feel. I said, that ain't my wife. And she want to act all, all local. I don't, have to, I don't have to make her happy. I got one woman I want to make happy. I got one woman that I try to please. She ain't my wife. Are you hearing me? This one woman that I don't want to go to bed with my back turned against the wall and mad with her. We ain't doing that. We're not going to walk down the hallway like we're on some type of interstate and I pass by my wife. We ain't talking. We ain't doing that. Spirit in the home. But you know, people have gotten rid of their television. But you see my special Black Fridays. Christmas. Y'all know what the Black Fridays is? Man, they're dead all night. That's a spirit. Watch them now. They're getting in that spirit. Black Friday. Oh, God. And let me tell you another thing. You're trying to win that money on the lottery. You card scratches. Where do you, you think you're going? I was at a church one time, they believe uh, uh, that, that, they, uh, that the Christ that actually come down on the earth. The opener of the sea brought him on earth. No, he didn't come down. So if he come, that put us in the millennium. So I asked the church, I said, how could you be in the millennium and you playing a lottery and you trying to scratch a card? Somebody bleed the Lord and trying to scratch a card. Give me an eight. And it makes me sick. Hey man, you stand in line, you just want to pay for gas, and they're standing there. You, you know what I'm talking about, Brother Ray? Ah, uh, give me a number seven. Ah, uh, no, give me a number five. Uh, yeah, number five, and I'm standing there, Lord. I wish they had a line for those type of people. And you'd be surprised, people that in the message, standing there in those lines. Oh, wow. Talking about, give me a number eight, give me a number seven. 
I got, I got seven. It's Revelation 10, seven. I don't need to stand. What's God? See, you don't have to stand in the line and scratch a card. You know, I, I, it's a sad thing. Sometimes you got believers. You go pass by their car. You see dust all down in the floor. What, where all that stuff come from? They was in there scratching the car. I'm not trying to be funny, but that's what they're doing. People got the spirit of the last day. They're trying to win. I don't know how much it was to say it was in the millions. Somebody say, boy, if I had that, I'll, man, I, boy, I'll do this. I say, man, you can't even pay your tithes. Only thing you don't have to scratch a card. Only thing you got to do is pay your tithes, your honest tithes and offering. And God, God will open the windows of heaven. God will pull you out a blessing that you won't even have room to receive. But the people get in the spirit. I don't, I don't even know when Black Friday is. When is Black Friday? After Thanksgiving. You watch them now. Watch them. Where would it be at? Walmart? Everywhere. Black Friday. They're not the dough down. Down in our hometown. Oh my, now I don't know where that's come from, but that spirit's all in here. Black Friday. They'll break the door down to get in the, into those buildings. Officers, God, why don't people do that when they come to church? I would love to see, I would love to know the next time somebody called me and said, Brother Children, the deacons at the back door, we had to hold, we had to get a strong brother to hold the door. The saints were trying to get in the church. They wanted to see the, the power of God. We can't even hold the door. They're rushing in here. They got in 30 minutes early and praying, and the Spirit of God came down. That's what you need to be doing. You need to get the bride's spirit, not the last day spirit. I'm just going to take my time, Brother Tim. People get all in the spirit. They, you, know, uh, you know, the prophet of God talk about there's a true Christmas. You know, people get all in the spirit and they, they, they go way out. They, they, they get in debt and, and, and then they can't hardly pay the tithes. Then I got aunt, uncle, nephew, cousin, cousin, children and all this. You know, I got yourself all messed up. But if you don't get for aunt, I'm not doing that. I take care of my little grands and I give my children something. I'm not going to try to please the whole world. I can't do that. I'm not going to get captured up under that spirit. But the children, you ain't gave me nothing. I'm not getting up under that spirit. Because the spirit of the age. So, what makes, and you know, I notice on my job, even in, in the construction world, in the month of December, man, just about everybody is happy. You know, you, you walk and you step on somebody's foot. Oh, man, I'm sorry. The same fellow that, that'll knock you out, you step on his foot. He say, hey, man, that's okay. Hey, you have a good Christmas. <laughs> then that spirit. You have a Merry Christmas. Every, everybody nods Merry Christmas. The cussers is Merry Christmas to you. Now, y'all know we got people around this mess that they, they claim to be true Christians. They get upset. They go shaka-raka-maka-taka. 
And in order for the last day to come, you know, the prophet of God says, God would not destroy man, but man would destroy themselves. Oh, we, we, we got this thing, you know, uh, they, 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 they make the car so it'll zoom down the road. One thing you got to do is pull it back. It's got 160 on the dash. It'll run every bit of it, baby. Where are you going? They gave us cell phones. What were we doing? Seems like you said all your conversations got to be while you're driving. Who's doing that? Man destroyed himself. Man makes cigarettes. It shows on there. It's bad for you. Man smokes it. Man's all destroyed himself. That's right. So we see before the Lord could come, there has got to be a return, a repeat of Solomon and Gomorrah. Is that right? Jesus said that day will come. So we see in this United States of America, we had a president a few years ago. Amen. He, 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 he opened the doors. Everybody be free. Be what you want. Are you hearing me? Be what you want. It's a free country. Everybody just be happy. They're slinging loose. Just enjoying yourself. That's one of the most awful things that I ever seen on the face of this earth. When my daughter, your daughter, going in the restroom and somebody coming in with cows bigger than mine. Big broad barn shoulders coming in there looking for a store to go in. But American people that see that, and it's almost like nothing happened. You need to be sighing and crying. You need to be asking God to have mercy. You know, it don't surprise me. You know, it don't surprise me what goes on in church now. If, if they could kill up and they could bomb, we're living. You don't know who's sitting in church. You don't know what's on their mind. That's why you got to be ready. We're living in an age. We're living in a time, a neurotic age. It's a going home of the church. But people like, you know, long as I can come to church and uh, the brother preach us a good, happy meal, we're going back home. But look, brother and sister, I want to change. Now I want to say something. Now, this is the first time I say this since I've been coming here. But I, I just saw something stood up and I got to hit it, okay? If you, if you got problem with colors of skin, you got, you got a major problem. Yeah, you got a major problem. You're not going. No, 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 no. You're not going. You're not going. You will not make this transition. But the bride got the bride spirit. Are you hearing me? So you need, I just saw that spirit, so I need to deal with that spirit. You need to come clean. So Lord, I got a problem. You're too young to have that problem. What's wrong with you? You pick that trait up or something. You're too young to be like that. You're too young to be like that. You're too young to be like that. Where do you get it from? Did it come through a, a, a trend of, uh, of ancestors? You need to stop it at the door. Amen. So that black man, that red man, that Chinese, that brown man, those are my brothers and those are my sisters. 
said, I don't have the spirit like the world. I don't have the church spirit, but I got a bride spirit. Somebody say amen. amen. The spirit of the age. Homeless, same-sex marriage. We are here. We talked about it, but it's here. I think they said Trump said, I, someone told me that Trump said, whatever they was born, that's what he's going to call them. Now, he's good on that. That's one time that trumpet needed sound. Whatever they're born, we're going to handle you that way. Are you hearing me? You want to come on the job? You want to act like me? You're going to carry the two before. You're going to climb up the wall just like I am. That's right. You want to be a man? We're going to treat you like one. That's right. Somebody say amen. We live in an age. Spirit, spirit. Mine, I remember being in construction for 35 years. I remember when I first started. The, the, the only people, now if you got one, so be it. But if you've been here one day too long and you heard it, I mean, look like you got people that's been in the message, been taught, but they leave out the first thing when they backslid, backslide, they go out, they come back with their, their grandchildren, arm, names all on their arms. What caused them to do that? It's the spirit of the age. Sometimes I, you know, it used to be in a time in construction, you try to read, like a lot of time I pass by people and I read the name real fast. I said, come on to Jim. They're like, they think they're real special. Like, how do you know my name? Come on, man, it's on top of your hard hat. <laughs> but now you don't, you don't have to look up there anymore. They got the names all on the side of the neck. <laughs> it used to look funny when you see men. They say if he put it in this ear, he's cool. But if he put it in the other ear, he's... But now, they're walking around. In the construction world, when I started, men couldn't... No one could... No, no human being could have their hair hanging out. Your sleeves had to be six inch. But because of the age, we're just going to build this building. It doesn't matter how you look. No matter how you look. What you do. Just come on. Just a free... Just come on. And now it's so dangerous. And they talk about safety. I was just standing the other day. This man standing by 6'3". Got a long ponytail down there. And that is dangerous. He working with machinery. I was on a job right during 9-11. This young man who was about 50 years old. He's, him and his wife, his wife's school teaching. Just getting ready to retire and travel the world. But he had on his harness. And he went up on the floor. And his former. That's why you got to have a good pastor. You got to make sure your pastor is on the word. You got to make sure your sector man know all the codes. You got to make sure that your sector man knows safety rules. The safety man told one of his men to go in that, in that area. I think it was barricaded off. Red me, don't go in. I ask permission. Amen. Yellow me, caution, just look and go in. So evidently it was a yellow one, I think. But his former told him to go in there. It's only going to take a moment. Just go in there. It'll just take a few moments. And he went inside of that area. And he got the, the crane on the side, the, the, uh, the elevator that comes down on the side of the building. So this man goes in there. Nice gentleman. He goes inside of there doing his task. 
as his foreman told him. For all of a sudden, the elevator was coming down. His man harness, the part of his gear was hanging way back. And that uh, elevator came down and hooked onto his harness. And it pulled him and it squeezed him. He screamed, help. There was nobody able to help him. That's why you, get, you got to make sure you got a pastor that is seasoned. A seasoned pastor. Huh? That's why the prophet of God said we need to listen and write down and pay very close attention. Somebody told me and said, Brother Children, you be careful you get off in false doctrine. I believe that God put an inside, something in the inside. When something ain't right, there's an alarm go off. I'm just taking my time this morning. And God give us a discernment. Yeah, yeah. Our discernment, as time goes, the discernment is getting greater. You can discern spirits. But if people get caught up on the spirits, I see ladies on the job, tattoos everywhere. It used to be the rugged guys used to do that. Beautiful ladies, tattoos all on the face and on the neck, pins in the nose. Years ago, I saw someone driving a car with a set of car keys in the nose or the house key. I said, what? In the, what is that? That is insane. Red hair and blue hair. I saw those things in the circles. But it's like, this is just America. Everybody do like they want. But I think at the same time, I believe God got a group of people on this earth that has a bright spirit. And she is signed. And she is crying for the abomination that's been done in the city. The prophet of God said, it's the spirit of the last day. Want to confess and hold your confession. I'm this. I'm Pentecostal. I'm Methodist. I'm in the message. And still live any kind of life. Can the church say amen? But I thank God there's a bride on the face of this earth. The prophet of God said, y'all don't mind me reading this quote, do you? Thank God for that. Amen. Some church you read this, you feel alarm go off. You read too many of the prophet quote. I believe we are at the end and you can speak to people. You could put a Billy Graham. You know, Brother Brown is talking about Billy Graham. He's talking about that angel. Those two angels that went down to Solomon. That's right. He said, watch those angels. He said, when those angels leave off the earth, then watch the fire fall. Y'all know he said that, don't you? Billy Graham gone. Huh? Oh, that's just, that just Brother Brown. That, that just was his opinion. Oh, keep on. Oh, okay. All right. I, I see where you're at. I believe we're at the end. Uh, you can uh, speak to people. You could pull a Billy Graham in every city. In the United States, they'll drink whiskey and smoke cigarettes and laugh at you. Everything else, just the same. They are in the spirit of the last day. And God cannot send destruction before the people are in the spirit of destruction. God never did destroy anything. It's man's always destroyed. Let me leave, read this last one. He said, we got to get in the spirit of the last day. When the last days are here, you're, you go to a dance. You get in the spirit of the dance or you won't dance. You go to a church, you, take, you got to get in the spirit of worship. 
You see people come to church and everybody worship, and some people that sitting there looking, they're not in the spirit to worship. Before you can't worship, the world got to get in the spirit of the last day before the last days can come. We're in the spirit of the last days, and God promised that these things will be here, and that whatever we got, we're in the last days. And men and women are sitting asleep and don't even realize that we're living in the last days. I think about time is drawing nigh. We, we got to be getting close to the end. People are insane. Insanity. I know a young, young, young girl I was talking to her the other day. And she told me, she said, when I, she told me, she said, when I come home and I, and I start to get my gas, she said, God, just run up to my car. And I, you know, and I was told, I told the young lady, I said, well, you know, I tried to teach my daughter. And I told the young lady, I said, sometime as, as a woman, as a female, I try to teach my daughter because they got the faith, the real world. I said, when you out there and you see one of them coming up, pick up your phone. Like you talking to somebody. And while they're trying to talk, look at them. While they're trying to talk, and they come up, acting out of the way, say, excuse me. That'll kind of back them off a little bit. Huh? That don't hardly work no more. They're bold now. Those demons are bad now. Young lady told me that the gentleman walked up to her. She said she saw them coming. I said, what do you do? She said, I just, they came up and asked me and said, who are in your car? You know, and, and I think about it. I got daughters out there. You got children out there. And that's why, you know, and then it tell me, I said, was it night? It was broad day. So, oh, those demons could manifest themselves in human body. What about you and I? The more we re release ourselves, the spirit of God. The Spirit of God will work more in us. But we got to continue to die every day. What a time that we're living in. We got to get out of here, church. We, can't, we don't know what's next. My children, your children, my grands, your grands, go to school to get an education. My daughters, my grandbaby, got to come back home. Papa, Papa. Teacher got shot. What are you talking about, baby? I already know about it. Teacher dead. I already done saw it. Somebody insane. Something they're going through. It's so bad now. Even on our job, when layoff come, even sometimes the former got to have a tight security because people, just the other day, one man was escorted off the job. And he said, I will be back. And when they say that, you better believe that. You better know God. We better know God. We, baby, we got to be to a place. We got to call Jesus on the scene. When the enemy comes in like a flood, we got to have the spirit of God that can lift up a standard. This world is in trouble. This world is in trouble. My grand got to come home and tell me that. My grandbaby got to tell me, Grandpa, I went in the bathroom. 
A big man came in, Grandpa. And it's the law. America. A God-freeing nation. Unity. What has happened? Men like George Washington. Abraham Lincoln. Those men fought. George Washington fought the icy Delaware. Barefooted. Cold on the snow to fight to see this nation goes on. But let me tell you, church, we could pray all we want, but this nation has indicted. This nation has rejected the very word. So when a rejection has come forth, there's nothing that's left but the bomb. I don't want you to go to sleep. I want, I want to tell you, and, and I don't want to demonstrate something here. I just need two objects here. Can I, I, I just need two objects. I just, I just try to, uh, I just use this. Here is the United States of America. This is where we live, Brother Terry. This is where we're at right now, sitting in Johnson City, Tennessee. This is not Mars. This is not Jupiter. This is the United States of America. This is where we live. We leave our home. We're expecting to go back home. But according to Brother Brandon's vision, he said he saw this blown up to pieces. But I believe before the fire fall in the days of Noah, Lot, Lot was out. Before the water came down in Noah's day, he was in the ark. And I believe before the fire could fall, the bride would be in the glory. But let me just kind of, I want to put the, the truth. You know, in every church, you got three classes of people. I, I hate to say it like that. Last night, I want to make it look like everybody was bride members. But I'm just going to tell the truth right now. You got three classes of people. You got believers, make believers, and unbelievers. The unbelievers, they know where they're going. They just come to church just to, get, just to warm up in pews, and they go back home and watch I Love Lucy. But you got that make believer. They don't watch television in their house. They go to Auntie House and watch the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, come on now. But they want to rebuke somebody else. But they're going to somebody's house or they're going in the store watching the Super Bowl. I care less who wins the, the Super Bowl. Now you watch that spirit. Watch that spirit of the year. People, you know, sometimes folks, I've seen people at church, they, they, be, they, be, they be glad when service out. When, they, when the minister gets to a place, he said, well, I'm getting ready to close. The one that's sleeping, they'll say, amen, amen, because they want to go outside and they want to watch the Super Bowl. And the prophet of God said, he said, now, I believe what our prophet of this day, I think he, I believe he saw what Ezekiel saw. Ezekiel, Daniel, Daniel was concerned about his people. And God told Daniel, says, go in your lot, go in the grave, don't even worry about them. At the appointed time, they'll, they'll get the gospel. But I thank God in this hour, amen, Daniel was concerning about the 144,000. Well, let me tell you, church. Amen. But God in this hour got a group of people on this earth. Let me slow down. Let me, let me slow down. America. 
Those prophets, one of the prophets said he saw men's eyes fall out of their sockets while they was alive. Men's rotten in their flesh. Atomic bomb, a nuclear man's going to destroy himself right in this country. But let me, let me put a division here. Now, not the true bride, they'll be gone. But let me just talk to those that plan church. Those that just got enough Holy Ghost just to get them to church, amen, just to, just to make them say amen. When it's like that, that's just enough on your flesh. It got to go beyond your flesh. It's got to go deep down in the soul. <coughs> Pardon me. The prophet said, I, I'm, I don't want to hear here. The prophet said, when he turned, only thing he could saw was America going up in ashes. Was he just talking? But the turn? Did he saw it? He said, Los Angeles will go under. When? I don't know. But that thus said the Lord. It will reach all the way from California, wherever, all the way clean in Kentucky. Y'all wasn't there. You're, you're too further up this way. But I was close when Hurricane Michael, Hurricane Florence, I mean, this total place, that ain't nothing. That ain't nothing. What this world is about to see, it's going to get a, it's a birth pain. Birth pains is everywhere. The earth is rolling, travailing, she's trying to give away. And God allowing the pressure to come on this earth to push the levels of our people in their position. Let me tell you tonight, this morning, if you don't know your, your position, you got a position, but you got to know your position. You got to know what you call for. You say, well, Brother Chisholm, I don't know. You may be a good amen -er. You may be that one that can help the pastor out. You got to know your place. A bomb coming. And the prophet of God said, he said, don't, but watch Russia. Is that what he said? Watch Russia, the king of the north. Well, it's like people, seem like people just going, doing like they got to do. But as for me and my house, we're trying to get closer to God. That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing this year. We're trying to better ourselves. My wife and I, we're trying to get all these little flaws out of our marriage because what we do, our children see. Are you hearing me? Our grand see. So we're trying to build our home upon a rock, not upon sand. Are you hearing me? Can the church say amen? But that bomb is coming to America. I'm just going to use this this morning as a bomb. Now, when those prophets spoke, when they spoke, they spoke, thus said the Lord. Yeah. So when that left, he can't call it back. That's right. Are you hearing me? What was the man? You remember when Ahab, I think, went out there to war. One of the men went out there. He, the Bible said he shot the, the bow with, without a, without ventured or something like that and when he shot the bow i can imagine when the armor was called to come back in he just say well turn it loose but see god elijah already prophesied amen that that dog's gonna lick his blood that's right so that air went up 
And then when it went up, it went directly into the heart and the flesh of Ahab. Why? Because it was thus said the Lord. I'm going to get to the bride. I know you can't hardly pull because I know you ain't going to be here. People are arguing, is, is, it going to be the, uh, the, is it going to be the true Elijah that walked on the earth or is it going to be the spirit on two men? They, they, you can argue, you can argue all you want. Where Brother Brown said over here, I, that's good, but that, that's not even my scripture. Why should I worry about I'm not, I'm not going to be here in Revelation 11. So I, I'm not concerned about them. That's going to be for the Jews. We are Gentile bride. We the leavens our people. There should be a sign in crying. The prophet of God said, the prophet of God said, and I'm just going to paraphrase it. You, you brothers help me out. The prophet of God said, he said, here in Jeffersonville, I said the other time, he said, where's the sign in the crying? Here in, in, in Happy Valley, where's the sign in crying? Where, where's the weeping? Where's the all night prayer? You know why? Because it's the spirit of the age. It's not the spirit of brotherly kindness. That's been gone. It's the spirit of Laodicea. It's a cold, indifferent spirit. And you have to be strong to break that spirit. That spirit is like a bear, Brother Jack. Amen. You got to be strong to fight against that spirit. That spirit is lazy. That spirit loves pleasure more than love of God. That spirit is truth breaker. That spirit is far secure. But Lord, give me, Brother Jim, give me the bride spirit. Give me that heavenly spirit. I want the spirit to get me out of here. Can the true church say amen? Well, whether we want it or not, amen, what those prophets saw is coming to pass. But let me tell you, church of the living God, amen, those men out there was fighting. But let me say this right here. Ezekiel, the sixth chapter, sixth and seventh chapter, God told Ezekiel, Ezekiel, see, Ezekiel, Ezekiel saw Israel. He saw the people of God. He saw Israel. What Ezekiel saw, God stood back and saw something different. Ezekiel saw people worshiping. Ezekiel saw fine-looking Christian folks coming to church, looking all nice and everything. But that's what Ezekiel saw. But God said, Ezekiel, come here closer. Didn't the Bible say so? And when Ezekiel got closer, somehow God allowed a hole to be in the wall. Are you hearing me? Then when Ezekiel looked through that hole, he saw some things that was going on on the other side of the wall. And what I'm trying to say, my brother, my sister, amen, I'm talking about those, I ain't talking about the bride. The bride doing all she can. She take, she eating the book. So I, I'm not talking about the bride. Amen. We have become the revelation. We are the revealed word. We're not slipping and sliding and jacking and diving. We're trying to stay on the revealed word of the hour. We are Christian. We're not trying to be a bride. We are the bride. But I'm talking about those that come to church when you get ready. Stay home because your tummy hurt. But on Monday morning, they're going to work. What happened to the tummy? But a true bride a fight with everything in there to become this word. Oh my God, what a time that we're living in church. Oh my God. And, and what Ezekiel saw, 
Amen. In Ezekiel the ninth chapter, we saw these men coming up with slaughtering weapons in their hand. And the prophet of God said, what God did, God turned loose the spirit. And you think about AD 70. Amen. When, 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 amen. When Jesus prophesied, I think in Matthew 24, he said, don't let your flight be in the winter. On the Sabbath day. Well, why, Master? Why? He said, you don't want to be here. Well, why? Explain it to us. Just don't tell. He said, because, amen, when you see the abomination of the desolation done in the city, the 15th verse, get out of the city. What what we see here now? Same-sex marriage. Getting up in the pulpit, preaching, and the members, amen. While you and I are sitting here, America is hanging by a rotten thread. And any moment, any moment, I know people feel like you got a long and jeopardy life, but this thing is winding up quickly. It's a rejection of the message like never before. People got to show their colors because you're not born for this. This ain't going to fit you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I thank God I don't have to impersonate nothing because what's in me? I am a plain book. I'm a written epistles. I'm read of all man. I don't have no skeleton in the closet. I believe that this message is thus said the Lord. I believe that God raised up a prophet in this hour that gives a bride rapture faith. And brother, turn, I'm going to fight with everything in me. Let me hold Ezekiel right here, right here. Let me just go back to Egypt. Egypt is a type of the world or an organization. Many people come out of the organization. Pentecostal, Baptist, Methodist, Presbyterian, UPC, unprivileged children. Huh? Pardon me. People come out of Egypt. Are you hearing me? People come out of Egypt, but they bring Egypt with them. Can the whole church say amen? I got another body over there. It ain't doing none of this. (laughs) It's all right, though. I'm still going to preach. Amen. And nothing's going to stop. Amen. But Egypt, people come from out of denominations and they come to this message. A lot of them bring their old traditional trends over in the message. It, it won't fit. It's different. We are people, we believe all of the word. We don't, we don't, we don't mix nothing with creed. We believe all of the word. We believe the Bible from the kibble to the end. We believe all of the word of God. Can the church say amen? But an order went out. Moses told him, the deaf angel is coming through. Now I'm going to ask you, is deaf all over the land? It's, it's here. 
I, you know, I, I don't even read newspaper because I'm telling you, you, you might get a newspaper to read the ad, but every time you see, even on my phone, it, a clip come up. Somebody got bombed. Somebody got shot. Somebody got raped. Somebody ran over this plane fell and all this. We're living. It's Satan Eden. Ain't no way in this hour, much as I know now, I ain't taking not one step back with Brother Lord. I'm fighting with everything in me. That devil might bring a win, but let me tell you, it's going to take a stronger win than this. It's going to take a stronger win to pull us down. You know, the Bible says everything that can be removed or everything that can be shaken will be shaken. There's a shaking going on. Oh my, pardon me again. I know my wife hates this part, but it's, it's part of life. <laughs> Praise the Lord. It was told to, to get out of Egypt. Come out of Egypt. Amen. I'm going to put the blood over the doorpost. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you. Don't put the blood in the house on the table, but put it over the, over the, over the top of the door. And let me tell you today, we don't have no type of animals. We don't have blood over our house door. What we got is the life of Jesus Christ over our door. Amen. When the enemy come in, he can't go into the house because he sees the life of Jesus Christ. He see Mrs. Jesus Christ. The devil has to back back up. I can't tack that brother like I want because I see the life of Christ. The bride has took on the life. The wife has took on the potential of her husband. We got the same potential. Amen. Somebody say amen. Oh, I love this with all my heart. I love it, I love it, I love it, I love it, I love it. I love it, I love it, I love it, I love it. Do you hear me this morning? I love this, amen. This is all I got. Somebody told me, you better be careful going to that white folk church. I ain't thinking about that. I seen a gentleman in Pentecost. He asked me, where you getting all that from? The, the church age in Laodicea. Man, you know we wasn't raised that way. See, some people want to stay back in the hearts and buggy. They want a heart. You're going to get run over. Huh? We're not even in the airplane age. We're not even in the astronaut age. We're in the age of the intelligence. Or do you love me? Do you love the Lord? Well, Brother, brother Terry... Gentleman said, where are you getting all that from church A? And I had a church A book, and I, I showed it to him. He said, you ain't got enough of those people. Well, what are you talking about? Yeah, look, look what's on there. You got a white man on there. What, what are you talking about? I don't see what you're talking about. Huh? I don't see color. Matter of fact, that's why people is going back. That's why they're rejecting the message, because they see William Branham. Are you hearing me? If you can't take William Branham and put him in the scripture, you're going to. You got to realize that he is the seventh angel. You got to realize, I'm going to say it again. Amen. You got to realize in Revelation 10, 8 and 11 is your scripture. You got to take the book. You got to. They might be laughing at me. I don't care. My belly is full. 
I feel good. I feel soul. Every time I see other children, he's riding on the road. He's eating the book. I'm eating the book. I'm eating the word. And what I eat, I become. If I eat a lot of garbage, I become garbage. If I eat a lot of he said and she said, that's what I become. But I ain't stuck by nobody else. What I'm doing. How you brothers are? 17, 15. Y'all must have got them in order like that. 16, 31. Where are we going back? That way. But let me tell you what. When I was your age, I loved this message. I believe everything I believe. And I, when I went on the job, amen, there was a burden in my heart. When I went to work, amen, everybody talking about what they believe in. They got uh, Joseph Smith and this and that. And I talked about, I just talked about the prophet. And do you know why I know this message is so true? Nobody got upset about Joseph Smith. But when I show a little white Kentucky man, this who is he? I say he we back. Where is he? I say he's dead. You mean to say you worshiping a dead man? I said I'm not worshiping a dead man. I said then somebody told me said you worship Jesus and he dead. I said yeah he died but he rose again. But let me tell you what you stand for this message. It'll stand for you, young man. Back in the, in the early age, in the 30, about 31, I believe this thing. Man, I was standing for this. Man, I was standing for this. I go to work. Folks laugh at me. What you got in your book bag? They're eating hot dogs and hamburger, And I pull out a book, reading the book. What I was doing, I was eating. God, what God was doing, he was restoring me for this day. If I didn't eat back then, I couldn't tell you nothing no more. Somebody say, man. But what I was doing as a young man, they was reading newspapers and soap operas. And look, they didn't have phone back then. But what I was doing, I was eating the word. And brother, I had so much inside of me, I was bold. Huh? And you know how the construction are. Guys on the job, big fella. He's dead and gone now. About 300 pounds in construction, they're rugged. And I'm a little teeny little whippersnapper. And I come walking through. And the next morning, the next morning, one guy's, man, one guy's six foot three. He challenged me. And I stood like little David. I said, I believe this is the truth. They said, why are you worshiping that dead man? I said, he might be dead and gone, but the message still live on. I didn't know a lot what I was talking about, but I liked for that devil to walk up on me now. When I'm full with the Holy Ghost, I can tell that devil, we not just a book. Amen. We're not reading a book, but we have become the book. My time, that clock is tipping, ticking. So on the job that day, I come up there. And I done told my wife how they were threatening me. But I came to work that day and I prayed. I said, I believe this with all of my heart. Amen. And they said, God, heaven, true. I was walking around on a slab and the same guys, three of them were standing there. Now, I, 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 I'm standing on God's word. This is actually what happened. Three guys were standing there where I had to walk. I either get down on the ground or walk through there. But they was blocking the way and they was talking about me. And when I walked through it, when I got close to them, so help me God. It's like a wind just, just, and it's still back to the wall. And I walked through and that's like God heaven true. And I walked up on the ladder and a guy walked up to me. He said, Rev, I don't mean no harm. He was shaking. He said, Rev, I don't mean no harm. 
I just want to talk about it no more. I said, what you talking about? He said, I don't mean no harm. That man, you talking about it just so. You know what they Tampa with? They wasn't talking about William Branham. They was talking about Christ. It was Christ and William Branham. That was the opening. That was the mystery of the seventh seal. See, this, this will kill you graveyard dead. That wasn't all. God wasn't finished. God going to bring them all down. The same three foot, six foot three, 300 pounds. I went up on the concrete. I went up, we was getting ready to post some concrete. And I got down, I was tying some rebar. And heard this big guy walk up, walked on the steel. Big size 16. Boom, 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 boom. And I'm down there, Brother Jim. And I see when it's coming, that devil say, you're going to hit you, you're going to hit you. You know how the devil tell you, you got some kind of disease, you're going to die from that. Tell the devil, shut up. Shut your mouth. That's why I tell him to shut your mouth. So I was down there, and he walking over the rebound. Boom, 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 boom. Right where I was at. And I'm standing, I see size 16. The devil say, he's going to hit you across your head. Put your hand on your head, he's going to hit you in your head. I felt fear trying to come over me. But I thought about the Bible said, perfect love cast it out all fear. I realized that fear is torment. It is of the devil. You don't have to fear nothing that God haven't said. You don't have to fear no devil. You are victorious. You are the bride of Jesus Christ. Brother Joy, I stood there and I could see him. And I just kind of slowly look up. When I look up in his face, he looked at me. And his knees stopped bowing. Every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall confess. He dropped on his knees down on the rebar with me. Big guy. And he reached his hand out. The devil said, he's going to crush every ball in your little hand. I reached my hand out. He grabbed my hand. He said, I just want to tell you, I don't want to bother with this no more. He said, please, whatever you believe in, just leave me alone. And he walked away. And from that day until this day, this message is lived. You stand for this, and it'll stand for you. Are you hearing me? And I thank God, because I stand for this, I'm going to escape the bomb that's coming to America. Because of this, amen, God held back the four winds of war. Amen. For what? Amen. Amen. I think what, my brother, uh, World War One. that's right. World War One. The 11th month, the 11th day, 11 o'clock, 11 minutes after, 11 minutes before, they was out there fighting and everything. All of a sudden, stopped the war. Why? Why? General, who stopped the war? I didn't stop the war. Well, who stopped the war? Who gave us the order? I don't know. And from this day, nobody knows. But I know. God had to hold back those angels on the four corners, held back the four winds. They held back the wall, church. Why they held it back? Until the 144,000 Jews be sealed. But before the Jews can receive their sealing. Come on. Oh, I feel like preaching now. Before the 140, you're thinking about the 144,000. But before they get their sealing, you got to get your sealing. The sealing angel got to seal you. You got to have a burden. Let me tell you, you can't have a burden for nobody if God ain't dropping your heart. It's not you that having a burden. It's him in the inside. It's got to be a sign and a cry. God help us. God help us. Let me sigh and cry. God held back the four winds. For what? For the Gentile bride. 
Oh my God, the prophet of God said, I the one that caused the locust to come. The caterpillar, he said, I was the one that caused Hitler, Mussolini, and Stalin. Amen. It was a mass murder church. And Jesus said, and I ain't going to hold you long. By one o'clock, we'll be out here. And Jesus said, Jesus, 130 pounds, walked on the shores. He told the church for that day. He said, don't y'all let your flight be in the winter. All on the Sabbath day. Well, why? Because Tyler's coming in. Who is Tyler? It's a general. Never mind. Just do like I said. See, something you might don't can't explain it. Just believe it. I'm not going to sit here and tell you how a brown cow eat green grass and produce white milk. I just drank the thing. Are you hearing me? I'm not trying to figure out how I go to an ATM machine and I put this in and the money comes out some way. I'm not going to try to worry about that. One thing I know, I got my change, what I want, and I'm gone. Now, it's a world calling on that spirit. Let the bride. Bride members. How many bride we got in here? Ooh-wee. Can, can we as a bride, can we call on the rapture? You say call on the rapture. The rapture is already in us. We got to call. We got to have a birth pain. We got to have a desire. Lord, I'm sick and tired on this earth. Oh, my. If you love this world, you ain't, you ain't, you, something wrong with you. Amen. We go to work. We come back home. Death. Somebody die. Trouble's on the job. I'm sick and tired of this place. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to get a body change. But what the bride got to do, she got to get desperate. She got to get desperate. Jesus said, don't let your flight be in the winter, not on the Sabbath day. But you know what? The, the make-believers are the church folks. Man, I just brother Brandon. I found many things where Brother Brandon was off on. Brother, we, we got a long time. Brother, a brother told, a brother, listen there. A gentleman told me, said, we found some things. I said, you found some things? What did you find? We found some stuff where the prophet was off. I said, really? Did you? He said, yeah, I found some things. I said, okay. I want to ask you one thing. What you was doing back in them days when you said this message was real, he said, Brother Isaiah, I was just doing like the rest of them. I said, well, I'm sorry about you, amen. But I ain't trying to follow nobody. I'm not trying to follow my pastor. I'm not trying to follow Brother Donnie. What I'm doing, I'm following the revealed word of the hour. Are you hearing me? God gave me a Bible. God gave me a book to eat. And I'm going to eat the whole book up. I'm going to get a body change. Amen. I'm going to change. Amen. I'm going to change from mortal to immortality. Let me tell you, church, when I get that change come over me, the day in Christ going to rise first and we that are alive that was faithful that got out of Jerusalem we going to see our loved ones again you're going to see people that's going on our dear precious brother a man that lost his life some years ago used to play music up there if you be faithful you'll see him again he won't be old brother Jack y'all be young again Brother, you made it. No, he'll look at you and say, Brother, Brother Jack, 
I saw it was rough down here. It got rough. And Brother Jack said, yes, it did. It's got tough. But we held on to that word. He said, I was so happy. He said, I saw y'all praising God. I saw y'all had that faith. Let me tell you, church, right now, the saints on the other side is telling us, come on. Come on. Let's get out of here. Let's forget about everything. Let's get to a place. I'm sick and tired. I'm sick and tired of tired of sinking. I'm sinking. I want the Lord to come. Brother, 2019, we got to go all through this again. Pains and sorrows and aggravation and turmoil and distress. Who want to live here? Some of my loved ones going on. Age just crept up on them. Who want to live here? Who want to live in a world with troubles in your home? Marriage scattered apart. People on drugs. Your children trying to be homosexual. Who want to stay here? I'm sick of this earth. I'm sick of this place. I'm crying for a change, Brother Tim. I don't want to keep coming here. But the gym, I want, to see a, I want to see a chain. I don't know how you're wired. I don't know how long you've been married. But let's think about Brother Jim. You get a body chain. You chain back to young again. My God, my God. My God, my God. You wake up in the morning. Your wife up cooking breakfast, amen. And you wake up, you, you land in the bed. And all of a sudden, oh, it's going to come. Brother Jim, you waking up in the bed, amen. And you, you're trying to get out of it. You're getting out of the bed. You know, you normally get up. All of a sudden, without realizing, you just jump out of bed. And so happen, you're standing in front of a mirror. Oh my God, who is that? That's you, Brother Jim. You've been faithful. You've been faithful. You've been faithful. And I can imagine Brother Jim shot all in there, all in that plate, just shot around. His wife said, honey, what's going on, Jim? And Jim go walk in there. He said, I don't know what's going on. And he walk in there. And then he see this young lady cooking. He gets scared now. He don't know what he's going to tell his wife. What a woman in his house. And she turned around. She's a way this jam. And she said, oh my God, it's going to be a time. It's going to be a time. It's going to be a time. I believe that, Brother Terry. I believe that with all my heart. I'm going to see my loved ones again. My mama gone for 20-something years. I'm going to see her again. I'm going to say, I don't even know what Peter looked like, but I'm going to see Peter and Paul. i never seen Brother Brown in person, but I'm going to see William Brown. And I can tell him, I thank you for getting out of the way and let the Holy Spirit use you. Oh, my God. And we could sit down, Brother Jim. Brother Tim, we could sit down for a thousand years. I mean, you could just talk about the heavenly city. We just talk for one million years. Then we're going to go down to Brother Reagan's house. He won't be playing his organ. He'll be the music himself. Somebody say, man, you talking about a time on the earth. You ain't got a taste for it. You ain't going to get there. Sometime my wife at the church, she said, I said, I'm hungry. I said, what you got? What you want? She said, I don't know, but I, I got a taste for it. I just got a smell for such and such. Well, I may not have that taste for that. She said, I got to get that. I said, well, that place is closed. And sometimes we had to drive way over to get her desire. Because that's what the woman wants. And this bride, you got to call on the rapture. You got, you got to get sick and tired. I'm going to close. 
You got to get sick and tired. You got to pull on it. Let me tell you something as to desperation. Let me tell you something as to. You got to pull on the ministry. Don't, let, let, me, let, me, let me get up here and address this. I don't know how many ministers in here. I know Brother Terry and I don't know my brother here. But don't let these brothers become common to you. You'll miss the whole point. I just, Brother Terry, you know what he's going to talk about. We ain't being too locked God knows I'm tired. I hope, hope Donald don't let him preach too long. You got to get to a place. Lord, I want the word. Brother Joy, another minister. Whatever you do, don't let these brothers become common. Pull on them like you're pulling on me. Can I just slip this in here? Somebody said, you ought to move up to Happy Valley. For what? So I could become common too? <laughs> no, I like it just the way it is. So when I come back, y'all say, oh, little brother, chill. And I try to give it all I got. Love the word. Love the word. It don't have to be your past all the time. Love the word. These ministers got a voice. They got the voice of the archangel. They got the third pool that's going to give you a body change. But you got to want the word. You got to pull the word. You got to want it. Brother Perry, while you are there preaching, they ought to be almost, in a sense, in a spirit sense, not doing it, but grabbing you and pulling your coat off. And Brother Terry said, I don't know what's going on, but honey, something happened to me. That's how you got to want this word. You got to call for the rapture. I'm sorry. I don't, you need to wake up in the morning and say, God, mercy. Monday morning, I was sure looking for the Lord to come. You say, you're crazy. Well, leave me alone. This is not our home. This is not our home. This ain't for us. We're just passing through. But the joy, you just dropped through and you met the young lady and y'all had some children. That's not your home. Keep walking. Keep walking. Don't let the spirit of Laodicea slow you down. Get, don't get, get caught up in the trend of the day. Don't get caught up in commercialism. Don't get caught up in a job. Get your place. It's either the job or it's church. My wife work at a little daycare center. But that job take effect on her. Come on home. Oh, no, because I'm going to answer for my house. Uh, oh, Lord. What happened? What, what happened? Huh? I'm going to answer for what goes on in my house. But as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. You got to get to a place. Amen. You don't work yourself so, people don't work themselves so hard. So hard. They come to church, they're wore out. They can't even pull no more. They go, preach, preach. Uh, Lord have mercy. Uh, how long have you been up there? I got a quote where Brother Brandon said she'll be at least 45 minutes. Hi, Claire. I'm, I'm so tired. Hi, Claire. I, I'm so tired. Uh, uh, 
But to go in the mall, how long you been in the mall? I, I was trying to get this matching. I went over here and got this pair of shoes. It didn't match them shoes. I need to go over here and get that dress. I went over here to Kato. I went over here. You've been shopping for four hours. <laughs> but when it, it's a funny thing, that spirit gets so strong when you get in church. <sighs> Lord have mercy, man. I get to a place now. But children, he just, I tell you, man. He just going, ah. Boy. He's going way uh, entirely too long. Uh, uh, he, he, uh, is you retarded or what? You're going too long. No, not for the bride. Not for the bride. She loves this word. She loves this word. Brother Terry, I pray to God, next time you walk up here, they be pulling your coat. Ow! Pray, Brother Terry. <laughs> but Joe, you get up here, they be pulling you. I'm going to pull my clothes off. I... Brother, you get up here, they grab you. Give me that word. When Donnie get back, Donnie said, whoa, hold on. What happened to you folks? It's a sign. It's a crime. Come on, musicians. Got to have a burden. You got to call on the spirit of the rapture before there could be a rapture. We're not of Laodicea. This is another age. This is the bride age. Let me just read this right here as the music play real slowly, softly this morning. Do you love him? The prophet God says here, a bride spirit. <clears throat> Notice, see how close it looked. Matthew said, Matthew 24, 24 said, that the two spirit in the last day, the church spirit of the church, the people, and the bride spirit of the bride people would be so close together till it will deceive the very elect if it was possible. But I thank God for the message of the hour. You love the Lord this morning. Amen. I love the Lord with all my heart. Amen. Jesus is so real to me. So many people doubt him, but I can't live without him. That is why I love him so. He's so real to me. Do you love him this morning? Amen. Let us all stand. We just sang a song, Amazing Grace. It's amazing grace that's keeping us thus far. It's grace that's going to take us home. How many of you love the Lord with all your heart? Oh, do you love the Lord? Don't you look at somebody and say, I love the Lord this morning. Amen. I'd say, Brother Children, I'm not tired. Oh, my God. Sound like a blowing out speaker. I'm going to let you go, but I want somebody to say, Brother Children, I'm not tired. You could have went another hour. Oh, you sound like a blown out speaker now. Amen. But do you love the Lord? Amazing grace. Amazing grace. How sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. Oh
Chisholm was planning on giving us two, but to save time, we want to do her, let her do one song this morning. When she comes back, we'll sing her four or five songs. Ever how many she wants to sing. And Brother David, I want you to come and dismiss us with the chorus of How Great Thou Art. And we'll take care of you later on, buddy. Is that all right to everybody? No problems? Give her a nice hand as she gets ready to sing for you today. Praise the Lord. Brother Joel, Brother Joel Yance didn't know that she was here last night or we'd have had her sing last night. And uh, that's our fault. We're sorry about that. And a prayer request that didn't get turned in last night. Brother Burton, Sister Barbara Gravely was traveling through the night with her son, Jim Watson. They was going back to, I guess, West Virginia. And uh, he's doing better. And they just wanted us to keep them in their prayers. So let's remember them uh, through the day. Give our sister one more hand. We appreciate her, don't we? God bless you. You deserve the glory. 
Y'all help me. We'll just sing one verse in the chorus and you're dismissed. When Christ shall come with shout of acclamation What joy shall fill my heart Then I shall bow With humble adoration And
give the Lord a good hand clap of praise. Amen. Praise the Lord. God bless Brother Chisholm, Brother Chisholm's family. We're so glad they're here with us this weekend. God bless you. Let's come back Wednesday night. We'll do it all over again. God bless you. You're dismissed in the name of the Lord. Shake somebody's hand. Tell them you love them. We'll see you Wednesday night, Lord willing. God bless you. Then sings my soul.